settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. Brendan Bowers, hello. Happy whatever day of the week it is today, Andrew. That, that you're listening to this podcast, you mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, we had a busy week in sport, of course. We'll get to uh, local sport in just a moment. But uh, first off, uh, Australia and India are again locked in a battle, this time the T20 format. Do we care? We've just won the World Cup. Not really. Not really. But you know what? It's always good to um, mm. take on India. We haven't gone so well over the first couple of the games. The well, we first haven't. one was quite exciting, yeah. very close finish, and congratulations to India. Yeah. Second one, not so much. We sort of fizzled a bit. But the third one's on tonight, so let's see if we can uh, make it a bit more interesting okay. in the five-game series. And depending on when you're listening, of course, uh, we are recording this on a Tuesday. As I say, we've won the World Cup, but that is the 50-over uh, format. Uh, we've got a totally different team, as do India. Uh, but we've, you know, we've come from this high. I don't like losing. So I'm not happy with what's going on at the moment. We got the right team. Uh, neither am I. Look, I think they they'll bounce back. I mean, some of the players played in the uh, in the World Cup, and uh, they maybe have still been a bit dusty. Yeah. Well, Steve Smith, what opening the batting? Is he the yeah. is he an opener in T20 cricket? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wasn't. I'm it's just food, posing food, a question. It's food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see. But uh, as I say, it, 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 it's. It's one of those things we've come off such a high and then I don't want to hear about us losing for a, a little while, to be honest with you. I'm still riding that uh, that World Cup win. Well, it won't be long and we'll be back into test cricket. Uh, indeed, we will. Uh, Pakistan, not too far away. Yes, only a couple of weeks and it's all underway. Now, the Davis Cup, mate, unfortunately, uh, Australia have gone down. Uh, just fell short there to the Italians. Now, it's been 20 years for us, 40-odd for them, is it not? Yeah, and look, you know, led by world number four, Yannick Sinner, the Italian team secured their second Davis Cup title and the first in 47 years, as we say. So close, but yet so far. But uh, I'm sure we're, we're just hovering. We're, we're thereabouts. We just need a, a bit of a break, don't we? <laughs> oh, look, and if you look at those names, I mean, we're talking about the world number four, but again, they're not what you'd say is what you think of Davis Cup players usually. You're in the top 20 of the world. Mm. But uh, well done to Alex Dimonor. And uh, his team uh, for uh, oh, Alexi Poppin. Yeah. Um, have we got our best team out there? Um, again. Do the Italians have their best team out there? You I don't, don't know. know. Sorry, I'm asking Brendan these know. questions. And getting, oh, sorry, I thought you are all over this, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, a little closer to home, the V8 supercars. Yes, the V8 supercars. Well, you know, it was a dominant year by their opposition, but form Ford, not form, Ford's form was good as they claimed the final race of the, the year with Matt Pine taking the win um, just ahead of, you know, just getting ahead of the new series champion, Brody Kostecki. Mm, yes, Kostecki. Kostecki. He is the name. He is the man. He'd, he'd, he'd wrapped it up the day before, but mm. he didn't celebrate until the final race. Good so on him. Good, good on, on him. him. Well done. And uh, Triple H's young Brock Feeney split Matt Payne and teammate Dave Reynolds, who finished first and third. So that's it for the V8 supercars for another year. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people counting down, looking at the calendar, saying, how long do we have to wait here? Ah, smell that petrol fuse. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Netball, mate. The Super Netball players, they actually boycotted the Australian Netball Awards on Saturday. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not all of them boycotted. The Australian Diamonds got a letter 
threatening legal action because under their contract they had they have to appear. Okay, so, All right, so diamonds, they were there. The diamonds were forced to appear. Okay, but no one else did. Mm, on another unsavoury point, uh, great Liz Ellis who uh, has got an award named after her, yeah. a significant legend, award. Legend, legend of Australian netball. Did not get her invitation to the event to the day of the RSVP's closing. My goodness. And she could not attend. What? Why on earth would that happen? I mean, who's <laughs> organising this? <laughs> As huh? we say every week, what are you doing, netball? Yeah, yeah. What are is, you doing? It is disappointing. You're not doing it any favours, uh, and especially when you've got somebody of, uh, of her ilk not being invited. Until what, RSVP? Ridiculous. Bloody ridiculous. You know, eight weeks, the players haven't been paid. Mm. It doesn't look like ending anytime soon. So who knows what happens? Mm. Okay, uh, just quickly, mate. uh, Tottenham going down again over the weekend. That's the third loss in a row to put you well out of contention, I would think, uh, for the title this year to Aston Villa. uh, Scoring in the 22nd minute and then, of course, conceding two goals. Yeah, it's a long season, Blandy. Oh, sorry. You don't want to talk about that anymore. Oh, look, look, oh. I'm happy to talk about it. Okay. You know? Arsenal looking pretty good, aren't they? Uh, unfortunately, uh, Chelsea uh, going down 4 1 to <laughs> I Newcastle. Was, I was wondering when that would come up. Yeah, well, you know, my oldest barracks for Newcastle, the youngest for Arsenal, so I'll just go with whoever's flying high. And that is Arsenal at the moment sitting proudly on top of the Premier League table from Man City and Liverpool. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> you fair weather fan. <laughs> well, I am a bit because I've never really grown up. Uh, passionate about any Premier League team. So you sort of take on what the kids, and I'm a bit torn there too. You do. And I did take up your advice and have watched the Beckham documentary. Ah, what'd you think? Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And also, um, look, I knew a lot of the history, but uh, again, until you see it, warts and all, you you forget we were sort of a bit... uh, Away, at we, the time. we were distant from uh, all the hoo ha that was going on with that England press and, and the fans, the way the people treated the man, and not just for a little while. This went on and on and on, for months and months and months. And for those who uh, not across this, basically, uh, Beckham was blamed for them losing the uh, uh, what the world title, yes, because he got sucked into lashing out at a, yeah. a, an opposition who player. Would, who admit, Mitzi took a bit of a dive, and then, uh, wow, I mean, it changed his life. He was despised, hated by the entire country, and the press led it. You would have think somebody would have stood up and said, enough's enough. And for him to get through that the way he did uh, is a credit to him. Look, and, you know, Alex, Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson mm, uh, he was, was always a tough ma- mm. uh, manager, mm. but he was the one that uh, wrapped his arms around him, even when they had some tough love with each other. Mm. And he helped him through it. So well done. Yeah, I don't know about that England coach though. He was a bit of a bit of a nupty, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move. Uh, what have we got? Local sport. Oh, we can go local. We, or we can, can. We can talk about what's a bit closer to home, like the Brisbane Lions oh, playing okay. in the WAFL final this weekend. Go the Lions, shall we? Yes, go the Lions. Mm. They'll be playing down at former Princess Park, known now as Icon Park. Yep. And they'll be playing against the North. Melbourne Kangaroos. Who would have thought you'd hear North Melbourne Kangaroos into another final? Yeah, well, um, good on them too. Uh, they've been star for success in all areas, uh, both men and women, for some time. Uh, the old Kangas. So, uh, yeah, that, that should be a good game. It'll yeah, be a cracking game. Some quality football. I've been looking at some of the highlights here, and uh, I think the game is developing. It, it was awkward at times a number of years ago. I think the standard has gone up. The bar's, it's a rising. 
It is. Like all female sport, as they say in the great movies, Mm. Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. Indeed. Well done. Very profound, Brendan Bowers. All right. Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, let's move on. Local sport hockey was another indoor title for Maribyrnong Hockey on the weekend. Yes, congratulations to the under 13 boys who are up in Mackay playing in the Division 2 um, title race. Didn't lose a game and they went on to defeat the hosts 7-0 in the final. And uh, I caught you on the weekend, Brennan, at the Harvey Bay Hundy. It's the showcase of uh, tri-events in the region. It is a wonderful uh, uh, thing to have, to have that many people come here and that many people uh, of high quality, uh, speaking of the athletes themselves, not to mention everybody they bring to the region, but uh, all that sinew, all that muscle, Brandon. It must have been a big event to drag you out of the ah. studio, Andrew. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, mate, everyone fell over. I was like the Stephen Bradbury of uh, radio. <laughs> I bled, you're up. I said, what? What about everyone else? No, they can't do it. And look, you know, I... For the life of me, after all these years, I still don't know why triathletes do it. I must admit that thought crossed my <laughs> mind a number of times. Now, you left sort of before the end. Uh, some of the uh, the ones you saw cross the line were the uh, the professionals, I guess, if you like, and uh, Nick Free, Sarah Crowley, etc. cetera. Uh, but as they sort of came in, uh, as time went on, and a lot of those people, I take my hat off to them too, and... They're fit people. They no, are fit no, people. No problem there. But 100Ks, anyone would be struggling, wouldn't they? They would. And uh, look, you know, as I say, I don't know why they do it. And uh, <laughs> I think it's a great mental and physical test. Yeah. But uh, it is interesting to see how quickly the professionals bounce back. Yeah, amazing. It really is. I mean, that's what they do. There was uh, one guy there. He probably came in midfield. He uh, did the 50 on Saturday. And then backed it up with the hundy, which, by the way, is an 80k bike ride, a 2k swim, and an 18k run. He'd done half of that the day before. I think you and I still be in hospital if we tried it on the Saturday. I think so too. I think so too. But uh, congratulations to the Harvey Bay Triathlon Club. Yep. For once again hosting an amazing event, and it was so pleasing to see the community support in the crowd. Yep. And with the volunteers, amazing. We gave a shout out, I think, last week uh, to the volunteers, but uh, boy, oh boy. And uh, went for a walk Saturday morning up around Point Vernon, um, sort of away from the action, but the roads were closed because of the cyclists and just somebody based on every street corner to stop cars going on to the Esplanade. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts to getting this event organised. There are. And uh, it's interesting if you look on the social media platforms and you see all the praise for the job well done. And also the criticism for blocking our Esplanade. Oh, and, well, tough. Yeah, and the allegations that an outside company's come in to run this event. Oh, God, forget that. Don't, don't give that in the air, mate. Uh, seriously. No, congratulations, uh, Jeff Morris and all who uh, really worked extremely hard over, what, three days, really. And then before that, that was just the event. So, <laughs> And look, I know you were cracking a sweat just standing there. I was. I think I pulled a hammy just looking at somebody working too hard, Brandon. It was terrible. I should just stay away from all these things. Which I guess leads us to our special guest, uh, Brendan, and that is the one, the only. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Toby Powell. There you go. Hey, hey how are you? Uh... How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm going good, thank you. Just um, stuck in a bit of rain at work, but yeah, no, good day. <laughs> Excellent. How'd you pull up after the weekend? I'm oh, actually very sore. Um, 18K runs 
a lot longer than I thought. So um, <laughs> I'm quite sore, but the legs legs didn't pull up too good yesterday. Um, really hurt going up and down some stairs, but no, nah, they're getting better today. Thank oh, God for that. <laughs> so Tobe, it was good to see you back up in Harvey Bay. I know you come back regularly, uh, but you moved down to the coast and uh, you're training down there. How's that all going? Yeah, so I moved down um, almost a year ago now, and um, I'm loving it. It's um, just a Good to have a different training environment and um, a couple different people to train with. Got a got a good swim squad that I swim with and um, a few good mates that I train with. And yeah, just loving loving the lifestyle, loving everything that Gold Coast has to offer. It's um, a great place. All right, Blandy and I, before you came on, we were talking about triathletes and we don't know why you do it. Can you quickly just run through what a normal training week is for Toby Powers? Um, yeah, so every morning I'm up at 5.15, in the pool at 5.15, doing about 6 to 7K um, on the weekdays. And then I alternate through running and riding in the afternoons um, around work. And then on a Saturday morning, I do a, about a 20K long run with some efforts and then a swim in the Arvo and then four-hour ride on Sunday morning and an hour run on the in the Arvo. So get around 20 hours to 23 hours of training a week and... um. Yeah. Just. Wow. And where do you fit in time for all the hamburger sessions and the massive drinking sessions? <laughs> oh, no massive drinking sessions, but a lot of hamburgers, that's for sure. I should More mention, food, the better. should mention too, mate, you are a world junior triathlon silver medalist. I uh, should have introduced you as that, I suppose. That's all, yeah. Uh, yeah, between, between work and um, eating and training and sleeping, there's not much time for anything else, but... I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. This is all I know, and yeah, I love it. Well, Tobe, let's talk about that silver medalist. It was a bit of a, it's a it's a good story, and for a lot of people have heard it. But obviously, you were selected over, over to go over there as a reserve. And yeah. uh, what happened from that? Yeah, so got selected as a reserve, which I was very disappointed about, as I thought I had a good season, but um, was lucky enough to get the call up three weeks before Worlds. Um, and went over there just with the mindset of trying to prove everyone wrong and prove my, to myself that I can do anything. And yeah, had a had a really good race and came away with the silver medal, which I was over the moon about. Well, mate, you uh, you showed them how good you were by doing what you do, and uh, yeah, they obviously made the wrong decision initially. Yes. Yeah, well, I like to think so. <laughs> I, I think so. So, where was this race? Um, that was in Canada, in Montreal. Oh, wonderful! Over in the French part of Canada, there. What did you think of the yeah, place? Yeah. What did you think of it? Yeah. I um, I loved it over yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The city was awesome. We raced. They shut down some of the main roads in the city for us to race around. Um, it was just an awesome course. There was heaps of spectators, and yeah, just it was a pretty eye-opening experience, and just makes me want want to race in more cool spots like that. Speaking of cool spots, was it cold? No, it was summer, oh, and right. it was around, it was 22, 23 degrees, yeah. so it was perfect racing temperature. Yeah, it's about summer. The water it? was pretty cold, though, um, <laughs> for the relay day. <laughs> well, since then, mate, you've travelled around the world and competed in different races, and we're just recently in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, got back from Hong Kong last weekend. Um, that was my first international elite race, and came away 19th, which is all right. Um, but yeah, hungry for some more better results and, um, yeah, just keep getting fitter and stronger and that'll all come. Okay. Now, uh, you love the Gold Coast. You've established that. Was it good to come back and visit, uh, visit your old hometown? 
it was awesome. I, I love coming back, seeing all my friends um, and family. And, yeah, Hundy was an awesome excuse to come back. And, yeah, it was just great. Always a great day at the Harvey Bay 100. Um, yeah, wouldn't never want to miss it. Always will come up and watch the race. Well, or, mate, that's the past. We're going to look to the future. What have you got coming up in the next few months? Um, I've got a big off-season coming up. And then starting in February, I'll be racing in New Zealand, a couple of Australian races, and then hopefully hopefully get to Europe for a little bit of time mid-next year and get some good racing experience over there as well. Okay. And, and hopefully turn pro? That's the goal. That's yep, the goal. Slowly. Yep. Because uh, you're doing an apprenticeship at the moment, aren't you? I am. I'm um, eight months. I'm just over eight months away from being a fully qualified electrician as well. Oh, so. Well, you've got to finish that, don't you? I'm not, yeah, I'm not quitting that at no, the moment. I'm luck. so close now. So put in the work, time and work. So, yeah, well, once what? that's over, hopefully a lot more doors will open up. But, yeah, no, I'm loving my job at the moment. Got an awesome boss and oh, he yeah, makes it yeah, really yeah, easy yeah. for me to train and work. So He's standing yeah. beside you, isn't he? No, no, he's not. He's, <laughs> um, he's an ex-Olympian himself. Ah. So he's, he's um, really, yeah, he's um, really helped me out a lot and... I've just started working for him, but he's already given me some time off, and yeah, I'm really appreciative. So. Well, come on, spill the name. Yeah, Dan Bowker. He's a good bloke. Okay, we'll have to go and do our research there, mate. Yeah. But that's okay, and it's great to have a boss who is understanding of what you do, because they've been in, in your shoes. That That is, gee, you're extremely lucky there. Yeah, well, 100%. He, he just, yeah, loves sport, and he's... um. Yeah, helping me out, which I'm really appreciative of. And, yeah, I'm just paying back in some good work. <laughs> well, just a quick one. Uh, you're, and, again, answer this how you will. What is it about Harvey Bay that produces so many great triathletes? Um, I think, I just think, well, one, Brian Harrington, Harrow, he's an awesome coach. He, um, he built a lot, he's built a lot of athletes up from the ground up. Um, and given them, yeah, made everyone into who they are today. And I, I just think the training environment, it's nice and warm. It's, um, in summer, it's like every session's hard because of how hot it is and humid. And I just think that, that climate and, um, the training around there is just like, you can't beat it. Well, Toby, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure for me to get to know you. I know you, you've known Brendan, but I really enjoyed our chat, mate. And I thank you for that. And I really do sincerely wish you all the best for the future. Here's, uh, here's aiming for the top and hoping you get there. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. All I'll the best, my, buddy. I'll try my best. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, he's a character, Brendan. He is. Good egg. Absolutely. Let's just hope he keeps powering on. Oh, for goodness sake, man, you were going so well. Uh, cricket across the weekend. Congratulations to Grammar's Tanana, who posted nine for 244 against Ozrox, and they then dismissed the uh, Maribara team for eight for 111. Mm, so another decisive win. win, to say the least, but not as decisive <laughs> as uh, this one, mate. Uh, Bushy's gold, eight for 194, and then Cavalier's gold, nine for 28. What happened there? I have no words. I hmm. cannot explain. Okay. All that's right. just that's just cricket, mate. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what sort of cricket it is. Uh, Cavaliers Black 7 for 180 and Bushies all out for 100. Yeah. So another win to Cavaliers Black. Well done. And there were some uh, 
good figures across the weekend. Well, let me just read a few of yes. these. Israel Davies, four for 28 for Cavs Gold. How was that? Yeah, good effort. Yeah, but not as good as Brent Firth Melbourne, who took five for 13 off his six overs for Bush Rangers Gold. Yes, uh, when you bowl a team out for 28, there's somebody <laughs> bound to have some half-decent <laughs> figures there, but congratulations. Uh, but let's go also. Rick Lyoness hit 92 from 92 balls for Cavs Black. Well, Kyan Barr continues his good form with five for 16 off eight overs. Okay, now in uh, rugby, mate, we all know one game went ahead in the local <laughs> rugby. Uh, Ways Falcons defeating the Fraser Coast Mariners, 36-14 in Harvey Bay. Yes, no results, and I believe there was at least one forfeit. So okay, all it right. continues on. Uh, cricket this weekend. Oz Rocks are up against Bush Rangers Gold. Bush Rangers Blue play Grammar's Tanana, and Cavaliers Gold play Cavaliers Black. Okay, in softball. Two rounds remaining before the Christmas break for the Harvey Bay Coral Coast competition with all matches in Bundaberg this Saturday. And rugby. Maybe, fingers crossed, the Pythons and Mariners play in Bundaberg while the Falcons travel to Glaston to play while Wes and Turtles also play in Bundaberg. Okay, that just about wraps it up for the whistleblowers this week. We'd like to thank you, good listener, for tuning in. Um, hope you've uh, enjoyed it as much as we have and also like to thank our special guest, Toby Powers, too. He is a character, a local boy, going places. And uh, when we return, we'll chat again with another guest about all things sport. And a shout out each week, Brendan, to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised as we share that positivity. Who have you got? Well, I know last week we had the Harvey Bay Triathlon and we had all the volunteers there, but I want to single out a group which is very pleasing to see in this day and age. It was the school volunteers from various schools mm. around. You don't even often see the young people mm. of today out there helping yeah. the community. Yeah, no, fair point too. Uh, it was. I did notice that myself and they came out in force. So well done to all. Brendan, a uh, pleasure as always, mate. And remember, it's our sport, our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.